Coming to theaters January 26th. Left Behind. Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes. I saw it happen. After millions of people vanish and the world falls into chaos, a charismatic leader rises to become head of the United Nations. How do we know who we can trust? Trust God. Starring Kevin Sorbo, Neil McDonough, and Corbin Burnson. Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. This film is not rated but suitable for ages 13 and up in theaters for four days only beginning January 26th. Go to leftbehindmovie.com. Uh, give him a call Confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough, now binge thinking. Kevin McCullough. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. He is playing the role as uh, as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. I'm always glad to talk with the people that serve at the people's pleasure in Washington, D.C., because I feel like they have a bit of perspective that sometimes the more insulated uh, officials and representatives don't always have. And that's why the House of Representatives is so important. Congresswoman Claudia Tenney. Congresswoman, thank you for being here. Thank you. It's great to be on. Uh, we're talking uh, all about the new Congress. And since uh, speakership has changed from Pelosi to McCarthy, for you, for someone who is in the trenches working hard for the people that you represent, what is the biggest difference as we sit here right now? Well, first of all, Nancy Pelosi had a record of abusing power, not just exercising extreme power, uh, but she took advantage of every uh, everything she could in terms of getting her the Democrats to vote in lockstep for her far left agenda, whether she agreed with it or not, she got them to vote that way. But it reminded me a lot of my days in the New York State Assembly, where minority members like Republicans were given absolutely no opportunity uh, to have bills on the floor to express themselves. And I think you saw a lot of these new rules uh, that were negotiated, actually, even before the speaker, the week long speaker challenge. But uh, there were some nuances that were added, and that's why you saw this prolonged battle. But I think in the end, it was a very good thing for the American people to see uh, what happens in our country, what a constitutional republic looks like, what free speech looks like, and why it's important to continue to have conversations and not have a uh, the, a dictatorship type of leadership that Nancy Pelosi brought. So Kevin McCarthy is actually... Uh, accepted those rules. We voted on the rules. Uh, obviously, the majority of Republicans supported them. And those rules are important because they empower every single member of the House, which and every single member of the House represents a district roughly the same size. And that's essential to self-governance, which is the opposite of authoritarianism, communist rule, the type of government that Nancy Pelosi ran and the type of government that so many Democrats have either been forced to accept or or advance unwittingly or some quite wittingly, I might add. Yeah. And I lived in a communist country, so I know the difference. Well, and um, we could talk about that at some length, but let me <laughs> let me cut to the quick here. We're dealing with um, issues in, in kind of a polar opposite way than they've been dealt with in the last two years. 
Um, and Mr. McCarthy has made some big changes. He came right in, right, right to the fore and said, people are not going to sit on committees that they're not qualified for, or that they couldn't even pass a, a, a security clearance test for. Um, and he's, he's riled some people up, but I, to your point, I think the American people appreciate that. What's your, what's your read on that? Look, I think the people want to see this. They want to also be able to see in action. Now we, you know, we've had C-SPAN for years. But nobody's really watching it because it doesn't seem to be that exciting because you didn't get to see what you got to see uh, on live TV into the late into the uh, hours of the night. And uh, but I think it's really good that Kevin has taken a stand on two people who serve on a critically important committee. This isn't like any other committee in in Congress. The Intelligence Committee is very important because members on that committee are entrusted to secrets of the United States of America. They're a special group of people that need to meet security clearances that aren't going to be leaking documents, that aren't going to be lying to the American people, that aren't going to be having relationships, whether they did or not, or to what extent we don't know, with our enemies, uh, you know, Chinese spies, as in the case of Eric Swalwell, or people like, uh, you know, Adam Schiff, who knew he was lying to the American people, but did it repeatedly. He knew that the Russia collusion hoax was fake. He knew that Perkins Coie had paid uh, Christopher Steele to create this dossier to work against Donald Trump to try to remove the sitting president of the United States yeah. with a surreptitious plan that we, and he still served on the committee. So I think Kevin is, is right to make sure that they aren't reappointed to that committee because neither one of them t- deserve it because they don't, be- they don't have the requisite integrity to handle these secrets and the important trust of the American people on those committees. Let's talk about the actual day job. You guys are going to be facing a lot of issues. And issue number one is uh, the border and the national security component of what that means to us and how it's impacting. You know, Joe Biden argues just border states. Uh, you say every state is a border state now. Um, what is what is the priority? How you go about doing it? And can you get uh, Democrats to join the cause? Well, every state is a border state, but New York is, in fact, a border state. We have the northern border and my district goes on the way almost almost to that northern border where we have a, you know, a Native American reservation there uh, that's run by the state troopers and run by uh, the uh, governor of New York, who I don't feel like is a trustworthy person, or at least she's certainly not competent, which she's proved over and over again. But then this issue with the southern border could very easily be replayed in our northern border. But it's the sovereignty of the United States, regardless of which border we're talking about, and what we're seeing at the border being controlled by cartels who are using human trafficking, drug trafficking to destroy this country. We just saw astronomical numbers coming out since the Biden administration, 4.5 million across the border and over a million gotaways at this point. People we have no idea who they are. And to say they're coming from the, you know, the southern, or the, the northern triangle uh, countries because they're seeking asylum. It's a very naive and false claim made by Democrats and our so-called borders are uh, Kamala Harris, the vice president. We know that people are coming from as many as 130 countries and they're taking advantage of Americans, bringing deadly fentanyl, bringing crimes into our communities. They've arrested so many on sex crimes, rape, all these things happening to young children. It is a disaster at the border. And it's, and it's costing the American people, not just our security and our safety and our sovereignty, but it's actually costing the taxpayers billions of dollars to mm. deal with these people, uh, to move them around. Many of them have ended up in upstate New York. We saw the, the secret flights into Westchester. Now we have this small little hamlet of Jamestown, New York, where uh, a number of illegal immigrants have been spotted and identified. 
And, and uh, these, co- these communities cannot handle this influx. You saw Eric Adams complain about 2,000 immigrants. Imagine 4.5 million coming across your border. He's actually recognized it and calling on the Biden administration, Eric Adams being the mayor of New York City, calling on the Biden administration to do something about this. And the only leverage we really have right now is through our power of the purse, a unique power that is given to the House of Representatives only, not to the Senate. But unfortunately, we're kind of in a bind between now and the end of the budget year in September because a bunch of Republicans in the Senate side decided to, uh, instead of letting us negotiate the debt ceiling and these important appropriations uh, measures that we have, instead of letting this Green New Deal go through with this appropriations bill and this new uh, trillion dollar uh, omnibus bill, along with the Inflation Reduction Act and the American Rescue Plan put through by Joe Biden, we have to wait till September to really have that leverage in the power of the purse. 18 senators voted to get this over with last year instead of doing a continuing resolution until February and letting us use our power to leverage and negotiate for, on behalf of the American people. So we're going to be, you know, we're not getting subpoenas re- uh, responded to, but we're going to uh, try our best to make sure that we hold them accountable. We have committee meetings. We have hearings. We bring these people before them. We expose the scandals with Hunter Biden and all the scandals we've seen in the past. I'm going to be on the oversight committee and the House uh, Ways and Means Committee, and we're going to be definitely going after the IRS and seeing uh, the way that they've been uh, lying to the American people as well. Congresswoman Claudia Tenney from New York, we appreciate your efforts. Uh, Stay in the trenches, fight the good fight, and if there's anything we can do, just let us know. But thank you for being with us. Thank you so much. Great to be on, Kevin. You got it. 